This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. This episode is sponsored by the Live Alcohol Experiment, a 30-day science-based and compassion-led journey where you learn to develop a healthier relationship with alcohol without relying on willpower. Why? Because the truth is that willpower runs out. Instead, you learn how to focus on what you gain, not what you give up, so you can feel good about the decisions you make without shame or guilt. With the 30 days of video training, virtual daily coaching, and a private and supportive community, you get that and so much more. Join us today to get happier, healthier, and to take back your life. Your live alcohol experiment starts on the 1st, so sign up at livealcoholexperiment.com. So I have this question, and this question is, hey, Annie, how can I break free from the mommy wine culture? This is such a beautiful question. Oh, the mommy wine culture. I have, I have so much love and compassion for moms in the mommy wine culture. And I remember seeing once on Instagram uh, some post, and it said something like, you know, I'm a mom and I don't need alcohol to feel better. And I remember seeing it, and I, I had not been drinking for years, but I remember seeing it and thinking, wow, if I was drinking as a mom and I saw that post, it would awaken a feeling of shame in me and self-loathing and blame. And so I am so adamant about us not shaming ourselves. We're not shaming each other when we are stuck with, by the way, the tool that society has sort of given us on a silver platter and saying, hey, all your problems, here you go. And so I like to say, and you've probably heard me say it before, but I'll say it again. We are doing the best we can with the tools we have. And when we are moms and we are new moms and motherhood and fatherhood are very unexpected in some ways, and they can be very overwhelming in some ways. And all of a sudden we have realized, oh, wow, we can get together and connect and we can connect over a glass of wine and it seems totally kosher and okay. And in the moment it's making me feel better. Of course we're going to do that. Of course we're going to do that. Now, one of the things that we know from so many years of history is that, you know, parenting happens in a village, in a group, in the best possible way. And so that tribe that you create around you, that group of other parents, is such a beautiful, beautiful thing. But at some point, it has gotten intertwined with alcohol. Now, this is not unique. Alcohol has gotten intertwined with just about everything. You know, sporting events, there's alcohol. I remember running marathons, and at the end of the marathon, there's the beer. (laughs) It was like these things were completely and totally interlocked, right? And so alcohol has, through advertising and many other ways, made its way into every single social event possible. And, of course, into the mommy culture. And so it's not just, you know, the mom sisterhood culture, it is the mommy wine culture. And so the first thing I think that is so, so important is to, when you're looking to break free of that, is to not shame yourself or shame anyone else. And just realize like, wow, we all just got caught up in something that isn't actually helping. It isn't actually helping. I mean, I remember some really really scary experiences of, you know, all the moms over for wine and and one of the moms would be in the bathroom feeling really, really sick because she drank too much wine. I remember people emailing me in about how they'd gotten home from the play date, but 
and the baby was was in asleep thankfully in their crib but they don't remember how they got home and there's so many places where we just kind of egg each other on and I remember in my own experience when something would happen and you'd have a hard day everybody's like don't worry we're coming over with wine and so it becomes such an easy thing to um, to look around. So first thing I would say is just really understand that you and all of the women that you're hanging out with and momming together with, you guys are doing the best you can with the tools you have. And alcohol just might not be the best tool. And so then once you let yourself off the hook a little bit, I would get really, really curious. Okay, what is it that we think alcohol is? What, what do I believe it can do for me? And how could I do this in another way? You know, one of the biggest fears is like, okay, I could go away from my mom's group and I could work on my thoughts and I could go through the process and I could get, you know, all of the knowledge that I need to actually change my emotions around drinking and then I could let drinking go. But what happens when I go back into that mom's group? How is that gonna work? And I think that that is a really great question. And the way, uh, I'm going to tell you a little story about, it wasn't a mom's group, but it was a group of colleagues. And again, you can kind of replace mommy wine culture with like sales um, team culture or marketing department culture or lawyer culture or teacher culture or nurse culture. I mean, all of these different groups of people we've, we've put alcohol in the middle of. So anyway, I remember... In my story, it was very specifically, I wasn't really showing up at happy hour and there was one moment where I got taken aside by a higher up at the office and, and they said, hey, why aren't you coming to happy hour? And I said, well, you know, I just don't really drink. And he's like, oh, it's not about the drinking. Like this is, this is where your ideas get showcased. We're all too busy during the day. This is where the deals get done. You know, this is really important for you to show up. And I was like, okay. And so I'd show up and I had my method. I had a glass of wine and then a glass of water and a glass of wine and a glass of water. Cause I, I really was methodical about it. I never wanted to sort of get too tipsy and embarrass myself. And sometimes you guys, I would go into the bathroom and I would throw up that last glass of wine just so I could keep drinking wine. So I could keep up with this intense sort of high pressured culture that I was in, in the corporate world. And of course, fast forward a decade and alcohol does what alcohol does. And it was addictive in my brain and in my body. And boom, I found myself drinking every single night, no matter if I was at work or not. But I remember when I stopped and literally the person who had come up to me a decade before and said, hey, why aren't you showing up at happy hour? <laughs> he called me up and he said, Annie, I just wanna thank you for writing your book. And I was like, oh, amazing. And he goes, you know what, it's so funny is this whole time I just felt like I had to drink. And to be honest, I just felt like I was keeping up with you guys. And I'm like, what? You felt like you were keeping up with me? I was definitely like trying to keep up with you. And we had this moment that was so funny because we all felt pressure. We all felt pressure to keep drinking because if we didn't, we were gonna let each other down. And when we let go of that by one person going first, by one person being vulnerable and by one person saying, hey, this isn't working for me anymore, that was me. Everybody else was like, oh, thank goodness. Okay, now we can just go out and, you know, now he would just have a beer when he would go out or he wouldn't drink anything. And he felt empowered not to drink anything because I had gone first. And I believe that it's the same way in my mommy groups, the same thing happened. And so it's not necessarily, in my opinion, about breaking free. Yes, you shouldn't break free from every single situation that you're in where you feel overly pressured or you feel too intense or you feel like things are going to trigger you into behavior that you don't really want to have, but also 
feel free to just not drink and show back up for those beautiful women and even bring them a bottle of wine if you need to at first in order to let them know that you are still you. The things that people fear during change, when somebody changes in a group, there's two things that people fear. They fear that you will become too good for them and you won't want to be around them anymore and you'll reject them. And this can manifest in all sorts of ways. It usually doesn't manifest in them saying that very honestly. Um, it usually manifests in like judgment and other stuff like that. Or they fear that you will judge them. And so when you can alleviate those fears and say, hey, I'm here for you. I'm still showing up. I'm still going to, you know, co like be parents right alongside you. I'm still part of this. I'm just not drinking anymore. And that's the best decision I've ever made. And with no judgment and no assumption about how they should behave, you go first. It is incredible how the dynamics of groups can shift. And this isn't just my experience person over person over person who has found freedom, whether it's through the path or in another way, have gone back into their real life groups where they were drinking into those cultures, the lawyer culture, the nurse culture, the doctor culture, you know, the teacher culture, and just been the first one to say, yeah, you know, no, don't worry about me. Like, I'm super good. This is just what I decided for myself. And those cultures start to change. So the question is, how do I break free from it? On one hand, if you feel like you need to take a break from whomever in your life you need to take a break from, feel empowered to do that. But on the other hand, maybe reframe it. And maybe it's not so much about breaking free, but it's about showing up and staying connected with the people that you're parenting alongside and just not drinking. It's just alcohol. It's just a liquid in a glass. Put it down and live your life. Like it doesn't have to be overthought in a lot of different ways. And sometimes we do overthink it because we don't have the right tools. So it's so awesome. What a great question. Hey, I'm so excited because we are literally just about to start another live alcohol experiment. And if you don't know about the alcohol experiment, you need to literally drop everything right now and go to livealcoholexperiment.com. Here's the thing. This is a 30-day challenge and it's designed to interrupt your patterns and put you back in touch with the best version of you. You'll know it's that version that's living the most joyful life. That version that doesn't need alcohol to relax or have a good time. And that version that's having more fun and is more peaceful than ever. Again, it's just a 30-day challenge. It's live every single day. It's starting on the first. So hurry up, join me at livealcoholexperiment.com. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.